tonight. Happy New Year! It's an all-geek news edition of the podcast of on this edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. Here's your host, Thomas Townley. Well, hello, everyone, and Happy New Year. This is, of course, uh, Multiverse Tonight, and I'm your host, Thomas Townley, and this is episode 205, recorded New Year's Day 2024. Hopefully not the last year ever. Now, uh, of course, this being New Year, this being a podcast on New Year's Day... You know, of course, we have to look at the cat in the room, which is, well, it's a new year. Of course, new year being relevant to whatever planet you're on. I didn't do much for New Year's New Year's Eve. You know, we stayed home. We watched TV. We watched the ball drop on on CNN. We watched, you know, I played... Animal Crossing, so I got the New Year's Eve experience there as well. But for the most part, yeah, it was a nice, nice, quiet, quiet night at home. Uh, right now, the weather outside is frightful. It's cold. It's overcast. Yep, winter is here. Now, if you're watching the video, you'll look over over my uh, right shoulder here, stage left. You'll see my meet my Mego Ghostbusters figures, which I got. I got those were twenty dollars on on clearance from uh, from Mego, so I had the yeah. It's like I have to get that Ghostbusters is one of my favorites, so they're uh, over my sh- over my shoulder there. And while we're here at the beginning of the show, now normally this is something I something I do at the end of the show. Is you know the plea for the you know plea for support. But I thought I'd start the show today since it is the first day of the new year, and who knows, maybe you're feeling generous. You know, it only takes a dollar. Uh, just go over to multiversetonight.com, hit the support, uh, the word support at the top of the page. It'll send you to a page that says "Help send me to more Comic Cons," and there you'll find links to Patreon, Glow.fm. Uh, Kofi, K-O-F-I, and buy me a coffee. And all you have to do is pick one of them, any of them, it's fine by me. Uh, hit the button, it'll open up uh, the pay- the uh, specific page for that, and you can donate monthly, you can donate yearly, you can donate one time. You know, I'm... As this new year starts, I'm going to be on a big budget. I have a thousand dollar hospital bill I have to pay off. I have, you know, I've I was a little bad. I spent some money on and on credit, so I have to pay those down. You know, I want to pay those down this year, and I have to get a new car because, 
here's uh, here's how my the end of my 2024 went. My uh, car, my Ford Focus, died. Well, the transmission died. So I have, you know, I have to get myself a new car. So if you could just see yourself to, you know, go to multiversetonight.com and donate. And you can even buy a t-shirt from the from my T-Public store. That would do just as well. You know, it would, it would be a big thank you. And I, I thank all of you out there for listening to me over the years. You know. It'd be nice, of course, if you wrote in every once in a while, but you know, again, you can go to multiversetonight.com. There's a link there. You can send me, you know, send me information, you know, talk to me about how you feel. Talk to me about, you know, what geeky things you do. I would love to know. Anyway, as I, as I said at the intro of the show, this is, Basically an all-geek news edition, because at the end of the year, corporations don't like to put out a lot of news. You know, they want to vacation themselves. So what we have is just a few stories. So this will be a nice short episode. So let's go on to the geek news. Yeah, no, I let that music go on a little long, didn't I? Lionsgate has announced that its acquisition of global entertainment platform E1 from Hasbro is done. The transaction, announced last August, adds 6,500 film and television titles to Lionsgate's large library and diversifies and strengthens its scripted and unscripted television businesses. It also extends its portfolio of brands and franchises and expands its presence in Canada and the United Kingdom. Now, the deal is for $375 million in cash plus the assumption of some production financing loans. Now, E1 produces ABC hit franchise The Rookie, critically acclaimed Showtime series Yellow Jackets, and the long-running D- Discovery Unscripted series Naked and Afraid. The library also has 1917, Atomic Blonde, Green Book, Grease Anatomy, Criminal Minds, Renegade, and De- Designated Survivor. Now, the transaction also includes film development rights to Hasbro's Monopoly brand. Now, Lionsgate knows that property well and had specifically carved out the film development rights as part of the overall deal. Now, most Hasbro IP led by family brands will remain with the Pawtucket, Rhode Island-based toy maker, including animated projects Peppa Pig, Transformers Earthspark, and My Little Pony Tell Your Tale. Hasbro said when the deal was announced that it was retaining a creative development and business affairs team to shepherd its 30-plus Hasbro-based projects and development of its Transformers and G.I. Joe franchises, Play-Doh, Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, and Hasbro's board game portfolio. Lionsgate CEO John Feltheimer said in a statement, quote, the E1 acquisition concludes a busy year in which we continue to execute our strategy of strengthening our studio businesses as we prepare for the separation of Lionsgate and Stars into pure play standalone companies. As we've conducted our integration plan planning, 
Our analysis has reaffirmed our conviction that E1 will be a valuable and highly accredited addition to our businesses. We are pleased to welcome E1's talented group of employees to our Lionsgate family. Now, with this deal closed, Lionsgate last week confirmed it will split the studio business and stars in the first quarter. A special purpose acquisition company called Screaming Eagle will acquire stars, which will become a standalone publicly traded company. The company, which also uh, has its, which also renewed its Three Arts partnership with an increased majority stake, is on a nice run with the stock hitting up 88% this past year. Amazon announced in September that ads were on the way for its Prime Video Entertainment content, and now we have the date. On January 29th, commercials will be introduced to series and movies airing on the service in the the U.S. The change will happen in the U.K., Germany, and Canada on February 5th, where the service has begun notifying customers as well. That will be followed by France, Italy, Spain, Mexico, and Australia later in the year. Now, the move was announced in a letter sent to subscribers that described the addition of what was termed, quote, limited advertisements to allow the service to, quote, continue investing in compelling content and keep increasing that investment over a long period of time, unquote. In other words, just get used to ads. As someone who grew up in the era of television, just get used to ads. You know, use them wisely. Get up. You know, walk. You know, walk to the kitchen. Get yourself a snack. You know, just, you know, lean in to ads, folks. They're not going anywhere. Anyway, the Peeps brand, yes, this is a Peeps story, has done plenty of brand collaborations before, whether it's uh, Dr. Pepper flavored marshmallows or Peeps flavored marshmallows. Uh, Pepsi-flavored peeps. Now the snack maker, Sliss Collab, has caught the eye of many because of how killer the combination it is. Wednesday, a snack-tracking Instagram feed revealed the imminent arrival of Rice Krispies-flavored peeps. According to at Snackulator, the new collab will be a Walmart exclusive and should be available soon if it isn't already. No further information, such as the time frame the snacks can be purchased, was available at press time. And I can tell you, at the Walmart store I work at, they have the uh, Rice Krispie flavored Peeps in stock, and so far no takers. So you know, I'd probably look for someone to try those online and tell you how those are. I don't know if I will. You know, Rice flavored Peeps, mm, maybe, maybe not. Anyway. The Last of Us is the most pirated TV show of 2023. The popular series dethroned last year's winner, House of the Dragon, keeping the prize in the HBO family. Now in the second second place spot, we find The Mandalorian, while another Disney Plus series, Loki, rounds out the top three for 2023. Which What stands out most is that the, the video the subscription service content dominates the top ten. With the current streaming landscape being so fragmented, it appears that many people prefer to pirate instead of paying for another subscription. Bad, bad people. Interestingly, Netflix releases are noticeably absent, 
which caused the speculation that Netflix users are less likely to give up their subscriptions as it's the dominant streaming platform in most parts of the world. Now, we should also note that the chart is based on BitTorrent traffic, which represents a small portion of the piracy landscape. Most people use streaming sites and services nowadays, which generally do not report viewing stats. Now, we, there is a list of the most torrented TV shows worldwide in 2023 per episode. The ranking is estimated based on sample data from several sources. Most, the most downloaded TV shows on BitTorrent 2023 were, of course, number one, The Last of Us, number two, The Mandalorian, number three, Loki, number four, Ahsoka, number five, Secret Invasion, number six, Silo, number seven, Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, number eight, Tulsa King, number nine, Gen V, and number 10, Ted Lasso. And we close out today uh, remembering someone who passed as our as our last victim of the Grim Reaper of 2023. That person is legendary comedian Tom Smothers, composer and one half of the famous musical comedy duo, the Smothers Brothers, who passed away at the age of 86. Born in 1937 at the Fort J. Army Post in Governor's Island, New York City, Tom and his younger brother Dick and younger sister Sherry had a father who ended up dying in a POW camp in a Japanese internment camp. The family was moved to California, where Tom and Dick both graduated from Redondo Union High School in Redondo Beach, California. Tom would go on to become a competitive unicyclist and state champion gymnast on the parallel bars, and went on to attend San Jose State College, a.k.a. San Jose State University, where he competed in both gymnastics and on the track team in the pole vault event. After college, Tom and Dick's mothers pursued a career in folk music. It was Tom who felt that he lacked the necessary musical skill for a folk music career, so he leaned on another talent he had, comedy. Tom and Dick started to transform their act into a balance of music and comedy, which led to a break in 1961 when the Smothers Brothers appeared on an episode of the Steve Allen Show that was followed by an appearance on the popular show Burke's Law. Once they had proven their, they, once they had proven they had talent, in the television medium, CBS gave the Smothers Brothers their own show, The Smothers Brothers Show, which ran for one year from 1965 to 1966. The show didn't make Tom all that happy, and he reportedly wanted more creative control, which turned out to be an important lesson learned before the Smothers Brothers moved on to their next venture. The Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour premiered on CBS in 1967 and was a much bigger success for Tom and Dick Smothers. The Comedy Hour series helped CBS compete against the runaway success of NBC's Bonanza while, groundbreaking, while breaking new ground with the late 60s youth culture pushing boundaries with political and social satire as well as featuring New Age and at the time musical acts like The Who, Cream, The Doors, Simon and Garfunkel, Ray Charles, and other legendary names. The same youth culture appeal that made the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour success also made the show Lightning Rod with older, more conservative crowds. The Smothers Brothers vs. Bonanza became somewhat of a cultural showdown. CBS and the Smothers Brothers had continuous conflict over the show's content, leading to forced reruns and ultimately a sudden cancellation in 1969. The Smothers Brothers would go on to file a breach of contract suit against CBS that would be settled in 1973 in favor of the Smothers Brothers, awarding them three-quarters of a million dollars, or $4.6 million when adjusted to today's 
today's money. After the show was canceled, the Smothers Brothers, especially Tom, became more politically active. Tom was famous for chiding Bill Cosby over being politically neutral, linked to a physical altercation between the two, as well as befriending the likes of John Lennon, with whom he co-wrote the song Give Peace a Chance. He would continue to be a cultural icon throughout his life, revisiting the Smothers Brothers Act for numerous specials and anniversary occasions, continuing with his comedy act, and even taking on more film and TV roles. Thomas Bullen Smothers III, born February 2, 1937, passed away on December 26, 2023. And with that, uh, that brings us to the end of this edition. Now, uh, be sure to share us, uh, to check us on social media. We're still on Twitter at Multiverse Tom, although really, I hate to say it, folks, I really don't post much there anymore. Um, I am on Blue Sky now, as well as uh, Threads, and I'm also still on Facebook and Instagram as well. So, you know, find me on just a, you know, on any other platform, but really, I'm trying to wean myself off of of Twitter slash X. Now, if you found value to the show, thank you. Uh, feel free to contribute. Check out our show notes. Visit the T Public store and so much more at multiversetonight.com. If you're a subscriber, thank you very much. Uh, you know, it's always a joy seeing the numbers. Be sure to share us with friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to subscribe and let you know let me know and leave some feedback let me know how you're doing i would love to hear perspectives from other geeks around the world that would be just excellent i also would like to give special thanks to shane ivers for the intro music and lobo loco for the outro theme music thanks for watching this edition of multiverse tonight we'll be back in two weeks with much more sci-fi and comic book news now, please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. This podcast is part of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find out about our other podcasts at popgoestheculture.com. <laughs>